I want you to listen to this soundbite from the hearing yesterday where a congressperson, Elise Stefanik, was grilling the university presidents from no less places than Harvard and Penn, asking them very simple questions about anti-Semitism and if that violates their codes of conduct. Can you believe that? Context. No. There is no Context. simpler question no. that gets a yes. If they were to ask, does the Ku Klux Klan calling for the elimination of all people of color violate your harassment policy? And they said it depends on the context. Mm. Mm. What would people's reaction be? What was the reaction to Donald Trump when he said, well, there were some good people amongst all those bigots? Mm-hmm. Still hearing about that six years later. I want to welcome to the show from the University of Michigan, because that gives you an idea of what's going on in college campuses today. University of Michigan went through their own little episode, still going through it in many ways, with a resolution that they were going to have a vote on, which was suggested by a group of pro-Palestinian groups called Tahrir, 60 student organizations named for the Arabic word, word, word for liberation, which advocates a free Palestinian state. And they put up this resolution that they wanted the university to basically look into divesting from any companies that support and supply Israel's military, calling for recognizing Israel's attacks on Gaza as genocide. Israel's attacks on Gaza, notice how that's phrased, as genocide, as as if Israel began this. And to, quote, acknowledge and correct the alienation of its students and Palestinians suffering the brunt of war crimes and genocide. And this was supposed to be voted on by the whole student union. There was a counter resolution that was then put up and was supposed to be voted by by the whole student body, which was ultimately canceled by the university. And now the president of the University, Santa Ono, has said, we're not doing any more of these things because all they do is split us apart. However, a lot of this damage has still been done and is still being felt by people there. On the line with us is Rabbi Davey Rosen, the Hillel interim CEO, Hillel Jewish organization on campus there at Michigan, and a student leader, Rachel Kuznir, joins us from the University of Michigan as well. Rachel and uh, Rabbi, thank you for coming on with us. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you. Rachel, let me ask you as a, a, I, I presume you're a Jewish student, um, yes. What has this? What has all of this made you feel like, and other Jewish students feel like, when you see some of these actions? When you see, you know, that 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 there's they want to have a school wide vote, basically on what many people feel to be a sort of anti Semitic premise. You know, it's it's really upsetting, and I appreciate you giving me a platform to speak on it. Um, before October seventh, and as I'm a junior now, when on my first two years in school. I would wear a Jewish star, my name in Hebrew, and a necklace, you know, basically saying that I'm Jewish around my neck. And since then, you know, I've been hiding it under my sweater. I've been very scared to openly say um, a lot of, you know, rhetoric that supports Israel on campus and supports my Jewish identity. I mean, like, we are very lucky that we go to a university where the administration has been so supportive and so against anti-Semitism. And we clearly saw it yesterday, though that's not the case in many universities. So although a lot of Jewish groups, um, a lot of students, I mean, not Jewish groups, a lot of groups and a lot of students are making me feel unsafe as a Jewish student. You know, I'm, I'm being supported by an, an administration that 
I know is not as supportive in other institutions. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. We just heard some of it from a couple of presidents. Uh, Rabbi Rosen, why do you feel that uh, at Michigan, though, while, while the president may be taking a strong stance, why do you feel that at Michigan and so many other universities, the student body and many of the professors, let's be honest about that, too, many of the faculty uh, seem to be on the, on the side of Hamas uh, and under the guise of, well, we're just standing up for innocent Palestinians, even in light of the horrors that have come out committed by Hamas against innocent Israelis. Yeah, thank you. I, I am so fortunate to be able to work with students like Rachel. Right? University of Michigan is a place that you know, the administration will say they have a, a, a high tolerance for activism, and there are great student leaders and great opportunities. Uh, and right now, it is clearly a difficult time for Jewish students to, to publicly be Jewish, but I, I want to add there's a lot of really great things going on as well. Uh, and I want to reiterate what Rachel said, that President Ono's statement, especially yesterday that he released, was incredibly supportive of all students, whether Jewish, Palestinian, no matter what, that everybody needs care and support. And, uh, and they're students, right? They've got to focus on finals. And the administration needs to find a way to bridge differences, to bring Jewish students and Palestinian students together to talk. You don't always have to agree, but we've got to be civil and we've got to talk with each other. Well, I'm glad to hear that, that Santa Ono has his wits about him. But that doesn't take away what what just happened on your campus there over the last couple of days. There was a, you know, 60 organizations were demanding that there be a vote. And they're not probably looking at it as fondly as you are. They're they're roiling over the fact that Santa Ono didn't allow this vote to take place because I think they thought that it might come out in their favor. So if you how can you speak to that type of vitriol that exists on your campus there? Where does it come from, Rabbi Rosen? You know, I'm a rabbi and I'm an educator, and my hope is that this is an opportunity for everybody to breathe and to recognize the language that they use, the power that it has. You know, it's important that students understand the signs that they're writing and the words that they're saying when they're marching on the diag. Really know what you're saying because it can be very deeply hurtful for for college students, for Jewish students, to hear phrases that essentially are calling for the destruction of Israel. That's not acceptable. Uh, and we have to hope that the university follows through on what they're saying in terms of really bridging these divides. Rachel, as a, as a student there, and you're a junior now, I'm sure you've seen some of the university's reactions and, and how swift, not just that school, but maybe if you have friends at other schools, uh, if you mispronounce somebody's pronoun, uh, if you insult something that might be classified as homophobic, if you say anything that might be classified as racist, there is a very, very quick reaction in general on college campuses, particularly elite college campuses and Ivy League ones, to make sure that action is taken, uh, professors are scolded or fired, uh, safe spaces are demanded for people who don't want to hear bad things. And then you have things like have happened at MIT where kids, are, Jewish students are not even allowed to go into their classrooms or uh, as happened in a, in a Queens uh, high school where a Jewish teacher was, was chased down the hall by students and had to hide in her room. And you don't see universities reacting as quickly. Santa Ono aside, 
How does that make you feel as, as a student today? And maybe you can shed some light on why is it that anti-Semitism seems to be in its own category? Everybody your age is so sensitive to any kind of insults to any group except apparently anti-Semitism. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's extremely upsetting. I have always been one to fight for social change, for the rights of those um, who are minorities. Um, both my parents are Colombian, I'm Hispanic, and I'm Jewish, and I've very much tried my entire life to fight for minority groups and for groups that haven't. And it's very disheartening when Jewish students and Jewish people and Israelis aren't included in that. I mean, we've seen with the Me Too movement how when women believe all women, yeah, we're not believing Israeli women, and that's something that's extremely upsetting, and it's holding Jewish people to a higher standard. And, you know, there's always this phrase that um, the Jews are now and then who's next. And, you know, if we don't stand up for the Jewish community, if we don't stand up with the survivors of sexual assault on October 7th, then who's next? And I don't want to see who's next. And I hope people start to realize that the Jewish people were not we're not an exception, but we should be included in all activist groups and all advocacy. When, when you talk to some of your fellow students or hear some of them about this issue, I don't know how well educated you are in the history of Israel, Palestine, Palestinian conflict, et cetera. But is it your impression that they really know a lot about it or that some of them are just sort of joining in the mentality of oppressor versus oppressed and always take the side of the oppressed? uh, And uh, so far, it looks like the Palestinians are the oppressed. So, okay, we're taking that side. Yeah, um, I think we're in a very dangerous time at the moment because a lot of people are getting their information through social media mm-hmm. and social media is in fact checked why you know I'm, I'm part of the problem sometimes i scroll on tiktok and i start to question why do i think this way what is this clip you know really saying and i think that's what's happening with a lot of people um within my generation that they're using social media as a news source they're using you know very vague understandings of the conflict without going into detail to the why and the why is just so important and without understanding the why without understanding why is Israel doing this then we're not getting the full context and I just wish students of my generation um, young people liberals progressives conservatives everyone in between would just you know get to the why understand why is all of this happening why is social media saying this why is TikTok saying this and I think once people don't just jump to conclusions but really understand the history and that Jews are not a colonizing force, if anything, we have been the ones that have been colonized, then we can pause. Yeah. Rachel Kuznir, I want to thank you. Rabbi Davey Rosen from Hillel there in Michigan, I want to thank you too. I, I'm glad perhaps this particular chapter has calmed down a little bit, uh, but I hold my breath for the next one. Uh, because uh, Santa Ono was, is, can't keep putting out every fire if the fires keep getting lit. So uh, we'll hope that uh, calmer heads prevail. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. It's 760 WJR.